0: we've received several questions in our private facebook group about anxiety getting worse at night and spoiling a good night's rest today we're sharing our favorite tips for calming anxious thoughts and physical anxiety symptoms and settling in for a good night's sleep Hey, Ananga, how are you? Hi, Shan. I'm good, thank you. It's so good to be with you again and, and to be talking about something that so many of our listeners suffer with. And I'm glad that we're bringing this forward again. You know, We have to circle back around to these topics because it seems like uh, questions that come up are quite cyclical. And, and right now, sleep is a, is a big one that's coming forward. So let's dive right in and, and I think maybe start with Ayurveda and, and timing. I know that's a big part of getting a good night's sleep.
1: Yeah, we often talk about Ayurveda in our podcast, Ayurveda being India's ancient science of life, how to live a long, happy, healthy and peaceful life. And of course, sleep is one of the pillars for good health and emotional well-being. With anxiety, it can set up a, a vicious cycle when our sleep is affected. Anxiety affects our sleep and sleep increases our anxiety. So really important to do all we can to help ourselves get better quality rest. But Ayurveda teaches that there are different types of sleep imbalances. Different body types will experience sleep disturbance differently. And the Vata type, which we often talk about on the podcast, that being the type that's more prone to experiencing anxiety, they tend to suffer from overstimulation of the mind. The mind is too full of thoughts. They can feel restless. There can be quite a movement to their thoughts when they try and be still and settle down to sleep. It's like we have that intention to lay down and be still and sleep, but the body has this energy rushing through it and the mind has these thoughts rushing through it, and that can be very difficult. That can also bring with it some physical symptoms of restlessness or tingling or feeling like our heart's quite fast. So we'll be looking at some things that can help with that today. And then the pitta type, their type of sleep disturbance tends to manifest in waking up in the night. They tend to get off to sleep okay, but their anxiety will bounce them awake in the middle of the night. So that has its other areas that need support. But in this podcast, we're going to look at measures that can help both types, whatever your disturbance is, whether it's getting off to sleep or having erratic sleep or being bounced awake in the night by anxiety. We'll be talking about what helps.
0: Something else that I think it makes sense to touch on is the time that you go down for sleep. Mm. Over the years, we've talked about the 10 p.m. being an ideal time, ready for bed, in bed, and, and ready to, to put your head down and go to sleep.
1: Why is that? Yeah, this is um, a really good tip from Ayurveda. And the casual way of talking about it is to catch the kapha wave. So there's three body types, vata, pitta, kapha. And kapha is the body type that's made up of earth and water, more grounded more stable, more steady body type. And at different times of the day, there's an Ayurveda body clock. The different doshas and the energies behind the body types are more active at different types of the day. And around 10 p.m. there's this kapha energy, which is very conducive to sleep. So you're catching that wave of a good time to get your head down. For the pitta types that stay up beyond that time, they can become frustrated with themselves. They can become Agitated, argumentative—they get riled up, and they can often need to eat again. It's like this energy comes up in the body where you need a snack, and you start to kind of fire yourself up again. So if you catch that 10 p.m. Um, deadline whenever you can, that's really helpful. And the Vata types—it's just so easy for Vatas to stay up all night, scrolling, talking, spinning from this thing to that thing, and uh, that just feeds into our anxiety all the more. So. Routine is very important in Ayurveda. It's very important to try and go to bed and get up at the same time every day, as much as you can, as much as your, your work and your lifestyle allows to factor that in. So, yeah, 10 p.m., catching the or wave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've been working with that now for a number of years, trying to get to bed at, at, at 10 p.m., and it has made a difference because I used to be much more of a night owl. And I've had so much better sleep. I mean, there's certainly a number of other things I'm doing as well, but but that time is is very and very, very helpful. So I'm proof that it that it works. <laughs> I think something else that's really important is to remember to move your body in the evening, after dinner to take an evening walk, even if it's a stroll, even if you're just, a short walk or even a walk around your yard or just something to get some fresh air and move your body, help digestion. Simple yoga stretches will help for sleep. There's just a, a way, you know, to prepare your body for that next step of, of relaxation and, and getting to sleep.
1: Yeah. We hold a lot of adrenaline in our body. We hold a lot of energy in our body. You know, we say about trauma, we have issues in our tissues. Stuff gets into our body. So, even as you said, a short stroll, which actually is recommended in, in Ayurveda to take a gentle walk in mm-hmm. the evening. We don't need to be power walking or, or timing ourselves or logging stuff up because that's bitter. That brings in competition, it brings in striving. And when we're in a, a competitive frame of mind, we're not going to sleep so well. It's a very uptime state. So, we need that slow discovery you know, smelling the evening air, just just stretching out and walking. And Ayurveda's recommendation for good digestion is after we eat, and we should eat as early as possible in the evening, to let our meal sit and rest for a few minutes and then to walk a hundred steps to aid digestion. So even just walking a hundred steps around your garden, and, and if your anxiety is high, count the steps. Count the steps, feel your feet on the earth, let your breath become long and smooth and just really You know, help your body digest, really beneficial for your health, also for your mind, for grounding, and to just reduce that busy state that we can carry over from our working day into the evening. It's a really good transition to do that.
0: The other thing that's uh, incredibly helpful is to banish your screens, to step away from your phone, from your laptop, from whatever it is, you know, from the television set. Give yourself a break. We have so much information coming in all the time. And depending on your age and your job and uh, you know how you move through the world, you might be in front of a screen for hours every day. And this, you need to give your eyes a rest and your brain a rest and your body a rest from screen time. This is where you can start to learn how to do some... Reading, you know, pick up a book. <laughs> or, or if you uh, aren't in a space where you can actually read, but you want to listen to an audiobook, that's fine. So you can close your eyes and listen if you're in a comfortable chair or space where you can do that and just relax. And I know another thing that both Ananga and I like to do is color. Mm. We have mandala coloring books, uh, just things that will take your energy in a different way so that you're not in front of a screen all the time. It's become far too common to have that screen be the thing that we look at more than anything else each day.
1: Yeah, and we look to it for diversion. So it's quite hard to put the screen down sometimes mm-hmm. in the evening. It's just so easy to keep looking and scrolling and, oh, I didn't check this and I need to check that. Right. And it's, it's addictive and it keys up our vata. It really does. Which then stirs up our thoughts, increases the rate of our thoughts. Agitates our mind, disturbs our sleep, and increases our anxiety. It's really challenging because we have these things at arm's reach all the time. It's so easy just to pick them up. Mm-hmm. The easiest way to deal with that is to switch out to make a substitution, and for that we might need to lock our senses in to something else. It's hard to just shut the thing and put it aside and just sit sometimes. So that's why I particularly like your reminder, Shan, about coloring because it brings in the sense of touch. Mm-hmm. It brings our sight to looking at color and even smell. I love the smell of paints and pencils. I really love that woody smell. Yeah, me too. So you've got three senses invested in that. And then that becomes an anchor where the senses get pulled into something soothing and calming. And then if you bring hearing in as well, listening to an audio book, that's one of my favorites. If I'm going through a particularly challenging time and I put something inspiring, uplifting, gentle on to listen to, something engaging, and coloring then my mind really calms down it just gets taken in a completely different direction so that's a healthy substitution rather than just trying to renounce the phones which can be difficult particularly if we're to disturb. yeah it's a good upgrade
0: without question
1: and to even get started by
0: if it's really really tough for you just try it for half an hour Pretend you're a scientist, you know, you're just working things <laughs> out and you'll, you'll start to see that it becomes easier and easier by just uh, giving it a try.
1: Yeah, you can set a timer for a few minutes and just make a commitment. There's an app called Forest, which encourages you to put your phone down. And if you put it down and leave it, for I think it's 20 minutes or half an hour, then a tree grows. And if you pick it up and fiddle with it, the tree dies. <laughs> wow. Some incentive. Nobody wants to kill a tree, right? <laughs> Even a cartoon one. But there's some some incentive there. But I've used that sometimes in the past. The pitter in me likes to set markers. Yeah. I like to measure my improvements and, and what I'm working towards. That's where my pitter goes. It's where everyone's pitter goes. So, sure. On occasion, I've put that on my phone. It's like, okay, let's just see how many trees can I grow in a day. It won't be for me so much putting the phone down as just using it to increase self care or gentle, gentle productivity. It's like, okay, let's put that down, set it that I'm going to leave it for a certain period of time and do some reading, and that grew me a tree. And then as you gather points, you get different trees and different flowers. So my pitta likes that. And what is that app again? I think it's called forest. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of our senses, essential oil is another thing that to add to your list of of supportive things that you can do for yourself. I've been using essential oils for years. I know you have too Ananga.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the things that I really like to do at night, I have a process that I follow, a ritual that I follow, or get my face washed and my teeth brushed and moisturize my face, brush my hair, all the stuff, you know, before coming in to settle down. And then I'll have my um Diffuser going while I'm doing that in my bedroom. And depending, on, you know, I have a number of different oils that I use. There, there's one right now that I really like that's a combination of lavender and Lang Lang. There's nothing quite like climbing into bed, having taken good care of yourself and having those essential oils wafting through the room. And I, I tend to put some on my wrists and on my chest. Um, lavender is really a go to. Mm-hmm for that. Um, And even on the soles of my feet sometimes as well. And I know that we talk about uh, foot massage being helpful. Think about this beautiful ritual that you have, just really caring for yourself and settling down and coming to that place of, okay, I am setting up this time for rest. I'm caring for myself the best way I possibly can. And now that I've done that, I'm going to close my eyes and fall asleep. Yeah, it's it's a nice preparation. Foot massage. Oh my gosh! You know that's something that you brought to my attention years ago when I suffered with. uh, I had lots of headaches uh, many years ago, and and I remember you teaching me to foot massage with uh, sesame oil. And at the time, I was using the pitta oil from Banyan Botanicals, which I still have, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just rub that into the bottom of my feet. And even if I'm not having a headache, I'll use it now if my mind is really busy, just rub my feet to take the energy from my head down to my feet. This isn't something that needs to take a long time. You just do this for yourself, put on your socks to protect your flooring and your bedding. And and then again, it's just another sweet thing that you've done to clear your mind.
1: Yeah. It's quite remarkable how that foot massage drains that head energy down. Also for me, if I stand with my feet in warm water, or you could soak your feet in the evening in a bowl with some Epsom salts and lavender in the warm water, that also helps drain that head energy down, dilating the blood vessels in the feet, relaxing all the nerve endings in the feet. To me, it almost feels like there's a little plug at the back of my head Mm -hmm. that that just gets pulled and stuff just drains out. All the stuff that doesn't need to be there drains out even taking a shower and putting the hot water just running down your back yeah, and uh, just taking some deep breaths. And imagine all the thoughts and busyness from the day just washing away. It's extremely helpful. And you can experiment. We're sharing a few things that help whether you're Vata or Pitta sleep disturbed. Um, Pitta won't want too hot a shower. They'll want cooler, whereas Vata can take quite a warm bath or shower. Apart from those adjustments, everything really applies to both types. And there's an oil I'd like to share, which I really love, particularly good for vata anxiety and sleep disturbance. is a lesser known one. It's called vetiver. You spell it V-E-T-I-V-E-R, and it is a tall aromatic grass which produces this incredible oil from its roots. It smells really woody and earthy, which helps with grounding and anxiety. Ayurveda teaches that most roots are good for calming anxiety because they help us feel more grounded and steady in our body and in our mind. Whatever comes from within the earth helps bring up that earth energy in us. Root vegetables in eating, uh, root herbs, and and the roots here of this beautiful grass, vetiver, which the essential oils extracted from, and vetiver has even been used as a calming natural remedy for children with ADHD. It has a remarkably grounding and calming effect. So I like to blend it with um, almond oil as a, as a base carrier oil and a few drops of lavender. And I'll put that on my wrists and on my chest throughout the day or particularly before sleep. And vetiver is a really heavy oil, which is what you want. Heaviness is, is one of the properties that reduces anxiety. But due to that heavy nature, it really stays for a long time. After applying it, you can, you can smell it on your body for a long time. It's really beautiful.
0: Now you're making me want to go get some. <laughs> Looking at my shelf and realizing how many oils I have and how grateful I am for each and every one of them. But but I definitely need to add this one to the mix for sure.
1: Yeah, I really recommend it. It's incredible. It's used in perfumery a lot as a base note. Some some consider it quite a masculine smell. It's a very earthy, woody mm-hmm. smell. But um, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a real treasure in my collection.
0: And And we couldn't... Have this conversation today without bringing up something that we've probably talked about 500 times, but that's okay. And that's a little bit of warm almond milk with a pinch of nutmeg before bed. And why? Because the almond milk helps you fall asleep and the nutmeg helps you stay asleep. So again, this takes care of both vata and pitta. It tastes good and it really, really helps you Relax before bed. If you're interested in becoming a patron for Anxiety Slayer, you can learn more and get patron-only downloads, including several downloads like our sleep album with guided hypnosis and relaxations for a good night's sleep, our body scan guided relaxation, and tapping to clear anxious thoughts before sleep. Each was created to support you so that you can enjoy a good night's rest. Learn more at anxietyslayer.com forward slash Patreon.